he clasped his fist to mine and gave me a half-bro-hug over the counter. He did the same with Moss Murphy. Did you jump off the rainbow in Mario Kart yet? It cuts your track time in half. Yep, it was awesome, Moss Murphy said. He was lying. Neither of us had managed to jump off the rainbow correctly, and had only succeeded in launching ourselves into the celestial abyss. Still, Moss Murphy wasn't about to admit his shame, and neither would I. Shotgun gazed around absentmindedly. He looked like he was just coming down from being high. Where's Blowpipe? Moss Murphy said. Blowpipe was Shotgun's partner in crime, the assistant manager at Sore Thumbs, a Lars Ulrich lookalike with a patchy goatee and near-autistic savant-level skills when it came to playing Final Fantasy VI. Shotgun plunked his elbows on the counter. It's a sad story. Blowpipe's in rehab. Really? Really, dude. What was it? Moss Murphy said. Booze? Weed? Bags of glue? It's nothing like that. Blowpipe got addicted to the nudie bar. Moss Murphy and I looked at each other. What? Yeah, dudes, they don't tell you this in high school. I mean, they warn you about other addictions, alcohol, drugs, sex, even food. Only Blowpipe wasn't addicted to any of those. He got addicted to the nudie bar, and it got bad. He started going there every night, spending all his money, running up a big tab, and getting lap dances on credit. I'm just saying, when the strippers start asking how your mother's thyroid condition is holding up, it's bad news. Some ten-year-old kid approached the counter and asked for change for a dollar. Shotgun seemed like he was about to give the kid some quarters and then told him, No can do, little bro, and to go to the Kmart down the hall. He looked back at me and Moss Murphy. I thought Blowpipe might get things under control when Club Paradise lost their liquor license on account of serving to minors. The place went downhill real quick. The strippers jumped ship to Springfield and the customers disappeared overnight. All that was left was an empty stage, no booze, and some fat old lap dancer named Zelda. But Blowpipe kept going, drinking soda and staying there until all hours of the night. If his mom hadn't dragged him out of there by his ear, in a couple more years he might have put Zelda's grandchildren through college. Is this Zelda really that bad? Moss Murphy said. Shotgun leaned in close. I don't care how many 7-ups they ply me with, I'm not paying $10 for that. Moss Murphy and I nodded, like we completely understood. Anyways, his parents shipped him off to some rehab facility up north. But you know how those places are. He'll probably come back addicted to painkillers. A gray-haired man in a suit walked into the store and started checking out the imported Japanese game titles on the far wall. Shotgun gave us a look like he'd spotted a whale who might spend some real money, and the two of us nodded and slinked out the door. We walked over to Mrs. Fields, where Moss Murphy bought two double chocolates with walnuts and three nibblers. I bought a bottle of Sunny D, and we walked around the mall, checked out the poster store, 
and then decided to head home to play Nintendo. Moss Murphy was polishing off his second cookie. It was like dropping lumber into a wood chipper. As we stepped out the front doors, someone called his name. Moss, Moss, over here. We turned to see a girl in a green dress standing next to a wiry young man wearing a gray suit, handing out pamphlets outside the door. Moss Murphy waved like he knew the guy and walked over. He shook the man's hand. So good to see you outside of church, the young man said. Moss Murphy introduced me, and the young man extended his hand. With supreme reluctance, I shook it and got covered in third-hand chocolate glop from Moss Murphy's fingers. Have you heard the word? He said.